Howdy guys, welcome back to the Armchair Critics Podcast. Uh, we are the underqualified experts. We discuss all things sport, work and life with little to no background or supporting evidence. I'm joined by Sean. Welcome, mate. Oh, it's a great day. Parramatta Rules are playing. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. It's an even better day because they're down four with 20 to go to the West Tigers. DMC <laughs> Baiters, mate. Boys, uh, episode 10. So we've made it. Uh, it's time to knuckle down and start again. So uh, pretty Big week in sports, I suppose. Lots happening. Nothing really super significant, but there's a fair bit going on. A few upsets in the footy and everything, but we'll start with the cricket. And Morgan! has got six at the G! Um, so, uh, obviously, a fair bit of IPL going on. We're in full swing of it. Probably had just a big enough sample size to see which teams are uh, real contenders and which teams aren't. Um, last year's winners, I believe, Mumbai Indians, are 0-6 to How start good? the years, so uh, that's average. They I understand going, that. They've got a good squad. No, oh, but like the guys that they lost with the whole expansion thing, they were only able to retain four players and they just picked the wrong blokes. Like I just don't understand their, their thinking behind the guys they retained. So the guys they lost, listen to the talent that they lost from the team that won last year. Trent Bolt. Fair enough. They are quite bowling light now, aren't they? Kehiso Rabada. Quinton DeCock. Hardik Pandya and Krunal Pandya. Wow. So that is a proper stacked team just dispersed into nothing. They also then they went out and way overpaid Ishan Kishan, who played well last year, but only because he was around such a quality top order, especially. Like they had He's not the guy. The Pandyas batting six and seven. Like Quinton DeCock, Rohit Sharma, he'd come in at three. Surya Kumar at four, um, then the middle order is just stacked. So they just way overpaid. Rohit Sharma cannot hit the ball off the square at the moment without looking like a spastic. So they're 0-6, not looking like turning it around at all. Tim David has done nothing for them. He actually isn't even playing at the moment. Um, maybe they the, have those two first name rules as well. Yeah, maybe. The only positive so far that I can see, I watched them play the other night and they were dreadful, um, is the young South African kid. Um, Devolt Brevis Yeah Gun Gun Harry was showing me his highlights last night He is unbelievable So he was a player of the tournament At the 19's World Cup Just gone Bombs Um, He's 18 He made 300s or something in In the tournament But he hasn't played for South Africa as yet He's played a little bit in their first class system obviously But nothing for South Africa yet Matter of time Nick, seriously, after this IPL, I wouldn't be surprised if he's straight in. He is an unbelievable talent. Just goes out, bats with no fear whatsoever. Is he just a bat? Yeah. 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 No, he hasn't bowled or anything. Not a keeper. Nah, nah. And doesn't look, you know, especially in the field or anything, but far out. He's a freak with a stick. Holy Moses. He's um, proper impressive. Just come out from ball one, hit this lovely square drive, first rock, and just just looks really dominant and fearless. Um, with the bat. So he, he made 31 off 14 balls or something, batting at three <laughs> or four. Um, coming off a 50 as well. Um, oh, sorry, 49 off 25 in his previous knock. You, t- you tell the boys 50 back at the club though. Oh yeah, it's 50 odd. 50 odd. Yeah, 20 ball 50. Um, so that's a positive for them, but otherwise they look shocking. Um, and Chennai second last as well, who... So the two most successful franchises by far. I think that's Snide's team. Oh no, he's a Mumbai Indians fan. Snides, yeah, no KKR, KKR, yeah. So um, who aren't doing too bad? Um, they have a, a far 
inferior squad talent-wise, I reckon, than a lot of the other franchises. So they're probably playing pretty well to their ability, I reckon. Um, but yeah, it's a, um, a few Australians doing quite well. David Warner, Glenn Maxwell, Josh Hazelwood, uh, all doing quite well. They all played in a game against one another the other night. I sat up and watched. Warner and Maxwell both got 50s. Hazelwood with three for. Yum. Hazelwood is the only bowler in world cricket at the minute to be ranked top 10 in all three formats. That's crazy, eh? He, the Bendemir Bullet. The Bendemir Bullet. He is a freak, mate. Like, I know, you you know, in... I don't know. It's so hard because a lot of people would take Mitchell Stark. Like, out of the big three, people would take Mitchell Stark in a white ball and Pat Cummins with a red ball. But I tell you what, Josh Hazelwood, pretty underappreciated, I reckon. I reckon he's an absolute machine. And I, I reckon he just rounds out that whole attack he's just consistent like no other and all of the, like he's extracting pace and bounce out of these pitches and a lot of the batsmen are just like oh I didn't realise the ball was allowed to part, like bounce over my waist high this is bullshit <laughs> yeah and they're struggling so he's just absolutely carving it up which you love to see it seems like a good fella too and yeah he just fucking tries his guts out eh um, but the the biggest thing I wanted to talk about with the IPL was the fact that the new franchises, so the Gujarat Titans and the Lucknow Supergiants, are first and second. Do you think the expansion thing's gone too far? No, no. I, I think there's plenty um, enough talent to go round without a doubt. Um, but I just I have a a couple of theories behind why it's kind of happened like that. Obviously, it it probably does mean that they did a good job. Um, with the expansion that these two new teams haven't come in and have been terrible because obviously the, like, the teams have been pretty well run, pretty well put together to be first and second. But I just think the players at the existing clubs, they have less to play for as a right. team. Yeah, yeah. I reckon. Because oh, they're I, established. Yeah, they're established. And I do... Oh, excuse me. I do... <laughs> yeah, Mid-convo mid burp. I do reckon that a lot of them are just playing for contracts. They're treating every game like a contract game and they just go out and play for them. And a lot of these new guys, because they're fresh on the scene, they don't know any better and they're just like, well, this is my first crack. I've got to make sure I make good use of it. Yeah. So they're putting putting themselves under too much pressure to perform individually and it doesn't really matter how they go, if that makes sense. Whereas these new, the two new clubs, they've got a bit more to play for. Like, you know, it'd be pretty cool coming into the comp and winning it in your first year. They've got like, you a know, a little bit more incentive to kind of go well as a team. Um, so, which, you know, you probably don't want to admit is happening, but it certainly looks like it's happening because they look way more up for the fight than a lot of these other teams do. There's a lot of going through the motions crap. Um, I also reckon that all of the other teams, so Gujarat and Lucknow both look super solid, right? But because they had nothing to start with, they've been able to build their squad exactly as they'd wanted to. They haven't had anyone ripped out from their grasp from last year. Yeah. So their rosters have no holes. Like they're pretty well rounded with pace, with spin, with top order bats and with finishing bats. All of the other existing franchises look like they've got holes somewhere. Mm. They're either light on bowlers or they're light on finishers because they're pretty hard to come by or, you know, they're light on, you know, international quality. And so do you think those clubs just haven't retained them correctly? I think there it is a combination of not retaining the right people um, and not probably doing your homework enough before the auction. Whereas these other teams, they were like, well, we've got a clean slate. We can go out and target anyone that we want because it's not as if we're going to be doubling up anywhere. 
You know yeah, what I mean? Course, like, yeah. like people aren't going to, you know, Mumbai Indians, they're not going to go and go into the auction looking for an opener because they've got two already, two quality Indian runs. So they're not going to look for any other openers. Whereas all the other franchises are like, well, he's a good player. If we can get him for a good price, we'll take him. And I just think that the, the two new franchises look head and shoulders better than the rest, actually, to be honest. Gujarat, especially. Okay. A team really to look out for. Hardik Pan is playing unbelievable. Um, he didn't even play last night, and they beat Chennai in a game they had no right to win. David Miller got 90 off about 40 balls. Oh. Rashid Khan made 40 off 20. They got Lockie Ferguson, who's bowling unbelievable wheels. Um, they're my early, way too early call to uh, to win the comp, I reckon. The Gujarat Titans. You're going this early. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, but that's about all I had for, for the IPL so far. Um, yeah, not, not too many Australians in action, really. Uh, Wade actually plays for the Gujarat Titans. Got dropped last night. He's been barbecued twice, so they figured that wasn't good enough. So they just picked Ridham and Saha instead. It's his fault. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, Shubman Gill just sold him up the river twice. <laughs> it was gross. Because so, Ridham and Saha is a yeah, massive upgrade. In the same level of, of a bat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, one's a World Cup winning wicketkeeper and the other one is Ridham and Saha. That story with Stoyan... How he just goes on saying, like, we're calm. They're yeah. nervous. Yeah, we we're are calm. calm. They're nervous. They're just screaming at him <laughs> mid-pitch. Yeah. So, um, but no, that's all. You got anything to add for the cricket segment this week, Sean? Not particularly, to no. be honest. I don't think I've watched a lick of cricket since our season ended. Now, this four-day weekend's been really good for my cricket intake. I've we watched, could, like, every IPL game so far. We could talk about county, but it's kind of the Who Cares Cup, isn't it? Yeah, it is a bit of Who Cares Cup. Um, but uh, shout out uh, Manus. Done quite well, and Nisa did quite well. Glamorgan actually got up. Did uh, they? Yeah, they did. Um, I can't actually remember who they were playing. Uh, oh, no, uh, no uh, Knots, actually, who were quite handy. Yeah. Um, ben Duckett turned up and nearly turned up in the second innings as well. Do you know who got him out? Manu. Manu, seem up. Love that. Yeah, Corton Bolt. Corton Bolt. Yeah. And he's on 120. So, um, uh, plenty of runs, though, around the place. Pujara and someone else both double turned up. Again, uh, for Sussex, I think, or Surrey, against someone who Shane Masood also double tonned up for. Oh just fucking goodness. runs everywhere, mate. So, um, have you seen some of the pitches? Uh, some of the, it must be just opposite ends of the spectrum because some of them are very green. Yeah, some of them you can't determine the pitch until it's painted. Yeah, until that someone sticks three stumps in at <laughs> each end, you actually have no idea what, what square you're playing on. So, um, but no, the county, it's too early. So, we won't we won't delve there just yet. No. Um, but I suppose we're going to try something different this week, guys. We're going to uh, just move straight into our general sport. That's one of the biggest benders I've ever seen in my life. So NBA playoffs kicked off two days ago, Saturday, I think. Are you going to include the play-ins? Play-ins. Because uh, they're not the playoffs. No, they're not. The play-ins <laughs> started, what, Tuesday or Wednesday Last or something? Week? Yeah. yeah. So um, no LA teams. No LA for the first time in like fifty years or something stupid that no LA team will feature no, in the playoff. So think of the superstars that aren't playing. So you, there's no Kawhi, no playoff P. No, I saw no something. No LeBron, no Anthony Davis. I saw something um, no through Austin the Reeves. week that there's five of the top fifteen paid players in the NBA have combined to play about a season's worth of games. It was like a John Wall, Dame <laughs> Dame Lillard. John Wall, <laughs> Anthony Davis, Clay Thompson, and someone else all combined James to play. Harden? To, nah, all combined. To, oh no, and Kyrie Irving, I yeah. think, all combined to play about 
85 to 90 games. We um, It's we about got, 150 mil just sitting there. We got some feedback about too long on basketball last week, but um, we're going to be too long on basketball again this week. Oh, we're delving <laughs> in. So uh, I, I'm going way too early here. I'm predicting three sweeps. In yeah, the first round. Give them to me. I know one of them. We'll talk about it today. Golden State Nuggets. Nuggets uh, Nuggets going home in I, four, mate. I have to disagree with you there. Yeah, nah, Nuggets Nuggets going home in four. I think it'll be a 4-1. Nah, they Nuggets just, get one. They look shot to bits. Steph Curry played off the bench today. <laughs> just coming back. And nah, mate, they are. They're absolutely shot Jordan to bits. Jordan Poole's a bad, bad oh, man. Oh, he is a bad, bad man. He is, uh, seriously, he was jacking them up from 35 today. Didn't give a fuck. <laughs> So, oh, was that yesterday? Yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Today's game was the another one of your sweet predictions. The Pelicans. Yeah, the Suns-Pelicans. That's easy. That's an easy sweep. That is, it is GG. They, they it's, time, it's already time to head back to the Big Easy for the uh, for the Pels. It the, is over. The Pels, they did come back quite well in the fourth quarter. They did. Well, they lose by uh, 12 or 11 or 12 11 points 11 or 12 today. and they were down pretty much 12 no. from the first, from tip-off. Yeah, they were down 19 at the half. They were down 12 at quarter time. They like, did look a lot better though. Tell you who looked proper good though was the Suns. They are unbelievable. Yeah, mate. They've Chris got Chris Paul shot seven of seven for the fourth quarter. This was actually the other. Oh yeah, he scored nineteen points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, oh, freak. Um, he's, I, he's one about of, that life. One of my questions that I've got here is CP three the real MVP? No. You don't reckon he's the most valuable player in the league? No. I can think of two. Off the top of my head, they're more valuable to their team than CP3. You reckon? Yeah. Oh, Easy. I grievously disagree. Giannis? I thought you just said to his own team. Oh, okay. So you're not talking about other players from the Suns. You're talking about in general. Mm. Yeah, okay. And Jokic. Yeah. I just think that like he just makes everyone better and he just continues to show up in big moments, and especially the, later in his career. And the stats with that argument is Jokic. Yeah, but that's because he actually has no one else in his team. And they finished sixth. Like, also, actually, I saw a stat today that... Depends how only, literal you mean by most valuable player. Like, most valuable to a... Franchise. Like, like if, if you're looking at it not purely stats-based, but you're looking at it who is the most important to their team... In a, like a team, they are stacked, right? They are a really good team. The Suns. Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton has come come up leaps and bounds. Para in. They're going to take the lead with 11 to go. Um, Bridges is um, unbelievable. Bridges has well. been unbelievable. Um, the only bloke yeah. to play all 82 games for the last four seasons. Bridges? Yeah. They were talking about his durability today in the commentary. I didn't yeah. realize that was how durable he was. There's only been five blokes this year that have played all 82 games. So, obviously, Bridges. Bridges. I, I don't, don't know them. all of them. Um, Sadiq Bay from the Pistons is one of them. What? He was also... So, there's only two of them that started every game. So, Bridges, Bridges. and Sadiq Bay were the only guys that played all 82 games and started all 82 games. Which is ridiculous to think about. Only two blokes... But yeah, Bridges, he's played every game for the last four seasons. A lot of that is Pop's favourite term of load management. Fair. Um, Understandable. It's a long season. Yeah, it is. So, 
But um, yeah, so there, and um, Cameron Johnson, who he's a, a finalist for six man of the year. Dude, he's been so good. Shooting 47% from the field, 43% from, from three. three. He's money from deep. So, but they, they're just deep, man. Like JaVale McGee is playing unbelievable. Cameron Payne comes off. Gives Cameron him good Payne minutes. has one of the worst jump shots I've ever seen. He's like dead set sight on. It's disgusting. He, he airballed a three today and I nearly vomited. Yeah, no, it's foul. But... Like he does genuinely give them good minutes off the bench um, as a backup PG. Um, Jay Crowder did nothing today, but he's a good piece in the playoffs. They just they've got a and Tory Craig's actually playing pretty well. He threw a couple of uh, nasty passes today. Uh, Ali Oop actually to Cam Johnson. He's only been on for about twelve seconds. Yeah, and flushed it. So they're looking the real deal. But I do believe that CP three is the guy is the glue guy that holds all of that together. It's not because you know you know who they are. Without CP3. It's that Devin Booker team from two it's years ago. It's the Devin Booker team from two years ago but, uh, when Booker's they won 22 games. And Booker... Oh, Moses. Booker's a lot better than he was two years ago. Like, he has grown a lot, but it's not nowhere near what they are now. No, but you could argue that a lot of that is due to playing next to probably the best point guard. Or, no, I'm going to say the second best point guard of their era. Yeah. Oh, who's, who's your best? Well, Steph, Steph Curry. You could argue that he's not really a true point guard, but that is the position that he plays. Yeah, no, that's fair. So, but as far as a true point guard goes, it is Chris Paul. So who else is getting the broom? Uh, the other broom game, I reckon, or broom series, uh, is the Heat versus the Hawks. Absolutely. Yeah, the That's Heat. Firm. The Heat today, there was like so many guys got a good rest in. <laughs> like, I'm not sure any of their starters played over 30 minutes. They just, just whacked them. Hey, and actually, a lot of it was their bench unit. Um, Duncan Robinson went eight for nine from three today. Wow. Well, Jimmy Butler played 33 minutes, but that was their high. Kyle Lowry, 29. Bam, 28. Kyle Bunda. Kyle Bunda Lowry. But um, Duncan Robinson, yeah, 27 points off the bench in 23 minutes. Eight for nine from three. Nine for 10 from the field. It's outrageous. Outrageous. And bloke can just get hot. Hey, PJ Tucker, six for eight from the field. Four for four from the corner, I assume, because he's four for four from three. So... Um, yeah, and Atlanta just looks shot to bits. The whole rest versus rust thing. Yeah. It's looking... Uh, the rest is looking pretty good for Miami because they just pumped him. Trey Young won for 12 I just, with eight points. I just don't think the Hawks are going to be good enough ever with their current... They need to do something pretty big. So, I mean, Capella is out. Obviously, a hyperextended knee from mm. the, their last playing game, which looked pretty bad. Is um, it, do you reckon it'll be the whole series? I reckon. Because it'll be yeah. four games. Yeah, because it'll be four games. You won't have time to come back. Um, and John Collins is also out still with that foot problem, I think. Foot or knee or hand or thumb, I don't know. He's, he's always, pretty big to their team as well. He's always fucking injured. So he's played really well this year, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, big loss for them. So, you know, they're, they're... Oh, actually, no, he played today. What? Huh? John Collins played 21 minutes off the bench. Interesting. Unbelievable. Because he... Um, well, plus two in those 21 minutes. How fucking bad with the other he's 27 minutes of power forward. He seriously affects how they play, their style of play and whatnot. DeAndre Hunter's playing he's, well, though. He, Collins has got the bad disease of he thinks he's a lot better than what he is, though. He's like a... Oh, he's like Tobias Harris. Yeah, before Tobias Harris got really shit. Yeah, maybe he's Tobias Harris without the clarity of his position yeah. and his status in the team. Because yeah. Tobias Harris is, at best, the fourth best player on Tobias in, on Harris Philly. still thinks he's the main guy at Orlando. Yeah, or like Detroit. Eight years ago. Or the Clippers. <laughs> that, with that, that weird Clippers team that ended up um, pushing Golden State in the first round three years ago. 
Yeah. When um went, when SGA was there. Yeah, and he went nuts. Yeah. Like him, Lou Will, Pat Bev. He's still smoking SGA. that real good. Yeah. Yeah, he's still <laughs> <laughs> So, um, but yeah, the, I don't see the Hawks winning a game there. They've just come off two pretty tough playing games, to be fair. Um, they're just going to get walled by Miami there. That is a that is a non-contest. The Bucks and the Bulls played a gross game today. Did you see any of that? I did not. Seriously, like I, I spent my day watching the Suns game. Both both teams shot like thirty percent from the field. It was gross. foul. The how, Bulls how did shot, Cash Money Chris go? Cash Money Chris four for thirteen. So Cash Money Chris won every two to three playoff games. Turns into Prime MJ. <laughs> I actually, I don't actually disagree there. To be fair, um, so we'll just, he, there was like at least just, four or five games last year where he was unbelievable yeah. in the play, including a couple in the finals. Actually, he'll um, he's just saving it for the finals. Yeah, but I see Millwall. I honestly, actually, that would be my smoky for another um, sweep. The Bucks Bulls Bulls went one and fourteen against the um, teams in the East ahead of them. I um this season. Yeah, it's one and fourteen. It's pretty bad. I do think the Bulls are better than a sweep first round, but it is the Bucks. They yeah, are playing against. I, I seriously think the Bucks will get all the way through. And actually, how good was it seeing Brooklyn lose today? Yeah, by one. Oh, I was, on the Brooklyn thing, I'm sick of seeing stuff on the internet about how Brooklyn intentionally came into the bottom half of the bracket so they could play Kyrie four out of seven instead of three out of seven. It's fucking ridiculous. They were just shit. They'd yeah, they seriously were. They were actually just garbage. And they, like, they're still not great. No, but they, they need Joe Harris. It's so retarded how much of an insignificant player they need just before his three-point shooting and spacing around the court. Yeah. I still like some guys in the Nets team. I actually don't mind the Nets in general. KD's been rogue again online in the media for the last, like, two to four weeks. So He's been really... Uh, did it's, you see it's, it's been quite bizarre with, with Kyrie Irving floating in and out of the lineup. It, I think it is actually really affecting how KD plays. Yeah. Because a lot of the games where... Well, it's every second game he has to play different. Yeah. So, Ky, like, like, some games, KD has to come out and drop 38 for them to win. And when Kyrie plays, he ends up with, like, 10 to 15 assists. And today, he just didn't either. He scored 23 points, had three assists. 9 of 24 from the field with six turnovers. Just played, played ass. Whereas Kyrie comes in, 12 of 20... It's thir- uh, 39, 6, and 5. Mate, that's... Four steals. That's the rest versus rust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair. He is fresh. Yeah. Just, yeah, just like the woo-woo he's smoking. Um, did you see the whole thing about Katie talking about reti- his jerseys retiring? Oh, I at, did, at yeah. Okay. he reckons it should... Yeah, okay. So, um, what do you reckon? Give me two seconds. You all right? Um, his argument that it's it'll be bad for the game of basketball that... If they if they both don't retire his jerseys, is just such a strange angle to take. Um, on the like, a, is it the preface? Is that the right word of the jersey retiring in each club? I think he should get both retired anyway. But I don't know if I'm Kevin that I'm coming out to international media saying it's going to be bad for basketball. I don't think it affects basketball that much. No, his, I agree. Okay, his jersey at OKC should absolutely be retired. Well, he's his, his MVP. He, it was like a whisker away from winning a title there. He was and unbelievable. It was a, was a four t- four, uh, three or four-time scoring champ while he was there as well. He's a, the best player in their franchise history. I think that I think that one's a no-brainer. Yeah. The Golden State one, he's got two finals MVPs yep. and two chips. Like two chips or three chips? Not nah, two. two. He was there for two years, won two chips, and then two finals MVPs, and then dipped. Just retire it. 
So yeah, I don't know the the Warriors. I actually think the Warriors one is maybe fifty fifty. And then thirty five isn't that popular of a number anyway. It's not like it's twenty three or something. Nah, and I mean the not that I should with matter. the Warriors thing. Like, can you really justify retiring someone's jersey for two years? I know they were two good years, but just seem oh, it's heavy. Just seems a bit rogue to retire someone's jersey after two years. And I don't know. The OKC one is is absolutely a no brainer, but the Warriors one, they're a bit more of a storied franchise. Like they've won, they won chips in the past, mm. only one, but they've had some quality quality players go through the the Warriors over their fucking seventy five years of existence or whatever. But yeah, yeah, it'd be a massive massive call to uh, retire his jersey for two seasons. I probably would. Well, I mean, he's top five players to have ever played for the Warriors. So if there's five guys that have had their jersey retired before him, probably deserves it. I just don't, yeah, I just don't understand the whole like how it affects basketball. I no, it doesn't. I, I don't understand what he means by yeah, that. Speaking of being on that good woo-woo, he is just full of it, eh? Yeah. Bad and for basketball. No, it's not. It's just bad for your ego. The good thing is, though, is he's doing it on his own preface and not on burner accounts. Yeah, it's because he's been caught <laughs> he's out been caught on his out. burner too many times. Can you imagine seeing a tweet from like someone with more numbers than actual letters in their Twitter log on saying yeah. it's bad for basketball that Kevin Durant's jerseys aren't retired. Everyone would be like, that's Kevin. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I don't know that it's bad for basketball if it doesn't, but I think it probably will. And I tell you what, if he brings a, a championship to Brooklyn at some point, he'll get his jersey retired by three places. Yeah. And that one's a little different because, like, the Brooklyn Nets, New Jersey Nets, nothing heaps happened at those franchises. Well, they've never won one, have they? No, there was that cool team that Jason Kidd was on back in the early 2000s. It's the J Kidd, um, Vince Carter, Richard Jefferson. Yeah, everyone, that team. Everyone was bouncing because Kenyon Martin, young Gerald Green. <laughs> How's that for an athletic team? Vince Carter, Richard Jefferson, Gerald Green. Yeah. Holy. Only person with more bounce out of those three at that time would have been Shannon Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> This has that one sick block and dunk. Yeah. So, yeah, literally that one. Um, um, do, do you have much, much more NBA? No, nah, that's all I've got for the NBA. Um, I suppose we'll move on to the footy. We're currently watching the Parramatta West Tigers. Uh, two and a half minutes to go, locked at 20 all. Massive nervous that, energy in this corner. Yeah, I assume the AFL has finished for the round. Um, last time I checked, it actually did look like Hawthorne. No, the beat AFL's Geelong. on now. Geelong's playing. Yeah, oh, okay. Okay. Um, Anyone know what the score is? Be re- oh, it's eighty-six seventy-nine to Hawthorne. That are you sure it's not finished? Jeez, uh, we're well researched on this. Uh, I can check. Sorry. Um, anyway, I'll go six for eight. Oh, sorry, six for nine or seven for nine for the week in the AFL. So not too disappointed with that. So Hawthorne currently at recording is up up a goal with two minutes left. That's um, okay. Hawthorne were up 18 nothing early, like first three minutes. I, I said to them, I, I was sitting with Dad watching it, and after every goal I said, Hawthorne should declare. <laughs> Hawthorne should declare. And then it was like 20 points to four, and I thought, oh, actually, might actually be a game here. On the AFL, it's been some rubbish umpiring this week, and it cost Petrarca a potential goal of the year. Oh, really? So Petrarca... Did some amazing work. Hit a, hit a big snap. I actually in didn't tra- see that. Was in, that not called a goal? No. So in traffic, the ball was, and it's partially the um the his teammate's fault. So his his kick, the ball's probably like ten meters, like ten feet above the ground. So it's not going to get touched by the player. Yeah. And his teammate pushed the fullback in the back, and the on-field umpire 
ruled it as like illegal. So the goal was disallowed. Oh, it's boo earns. Boo earns. I actually because I did see the goal. And I don't want to. I don't want to bash this particular umpire because of her gender, but she was pretty shocking. Has he slotted that or nah? He's not looking like a poly- oh. No, he hasn't slotted it. Um, update, quick update for those of you who can't see the TV, which is all of you. Mitchell Moses just misses right on a field goal with 54 seconds left. Just look like it just shaved the outside of the post. But yeah, this that, that whole game was pretty poorly officiated by the female umpire, who's been pretty average actually this whole year. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't, I must admit, I haven't H- seen a Hawks whole, just kicked another one. Haven't seen a whole lot of the AFL. Oh, so they're up. They're up they're twelve. Up to, they're up twelve. That's, that's game to go. That is GG. Um, so um, I'll jump in on the tips with the AFL as well. So you, do you tip six? Uh, if yeah, six for nine. I think this week. Yeah. Probably probably my best result actually. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm also six for nine. I managed to jump Brenos back on the top five. There was a few like Essendon losing to Frio. That hurt. That hurt. Especially given it was a tight game. It hurt me and, more. I had money on it. And then and then Freo decided to kick like 11 straight or something. <laughs> yeah. Essendon just... Essendon sh- couldn't kick one they between the two middle the sticks. Bed. Um, and the um, Adelaide Crows. Oh, oh Jackson Hastings. Jackson Hastings on the bell. I love this bloke. And uh, there you go. My rogue call a few weeks ago with the West Tigers aren't going to win a game all year has been broken. <laughs> Uh, we're actually just talking about it before. Jackson Hastings, one of the great stories in rugby league. We'll get anyone, there. anyone who hasn't listened or watched the interview with Jackson Hastings and Matty Johns, do yourself a favour. It is an unbelievable story, and he's just kicked a field goal from distance. Oh, there you go. It was a two-point two point field goal. So outside the forty. I'm not sure it was. It's kind of like his dropouts. <laughs> Thirty-seven meters. Um. But yeah, back on the on the tipping. So Shag is sixty nine, still on top of the AFL. Tip seven out yeah. of nine. Uh, List likely to wins in second. That is our Jeremy Lodding. Jezza. Jez. Shout out Jez. Knows nothing about AFL, but seems to keep. Uh, oh, they even go in. Oh, yeah, does too. Just sneaked over. Anik is still third. Um, Far out. Uh, the thing I want to talk about though is Glenn Bone. If you're listening, I'm a better AFL tipper than you are. I've just jumped here again, dog. Anyway, we'll move to the NRL. <laughs> Uh, NRL, I now that Parramatta have just cooked that game, uh, I tipped five for eight. Not a great result. Same here. Um, I tipped Canberra early in the week. Same here. That hurt. I tipped Newcastle. Same Jack here. Witten, your boys fucking suck. Every time I've tipped Newcastle this year, they've lost. Is Kalen Ponga going to re-sign? Yes. Do you reckon... Because the, the, there was a, a I think breaking news yesterday with them pulling a contract, possible po- contract extension. They haven't pulled the whole contract offer, but they pulled an extension or some bullshit. I reckon it's all just made up. That is slow news day. It sounds like it's from the the Buzz Rothfield mayonnaise bottle. <laughs> it absolutely does. Jeez, this salad's a bit dry. Yeah. Let me just put a bit of mayo. Yeah, I, I think Ponga will resign at nights. I reckon Walsh and Munster are off to Redcliffe. Both, both. Yeah, did you see how well Munster played against the Sharks the other night? Yes. Holy and. Uh, Reese Walsh also looked oh, amazing against the Roosters. My phone is just getting smashed with messages <laughs> from the, the boys. <laughs> um, uh, Reese Walsh like dummied and then put this kick across. He was nearly that was facing un- the other. That was way. unbelievable. Oh my god! On the, on the, over on to, the sprint over to um, Watani Zelezniak. Yeah. Who then? Pronunciation's like, good. Who then just like skipped around uh, Tupo, who just fell over basically. But still, um, that, Reese that Walsh, he, just, he is electric. That's man. the word for it. Too. He is electric. His box office, man. Do you reckon he gets an Origin gig this year? Yes. Where though? Playing fullback. Oh, that's massive. Yeah. 
over Kalen. Yep. I don't reckon. No. Nah. Oh, the, I reckon the way, the way both of them are currently playing, I would take Walsh over Ponga at fullback. I firmly disagree. Ponga's still been going okay. Yeah. But I reckon they have a way better... Oh, I'm not going to say a way better team because the Warriors is, aren't shit. But. Ponga's so much better with better players around him and an origin he lifts. Yeah, I suppose. And he's got a bit of origin experience. Oh, and don't get me wrong. Frame. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I don't see them making that change. But I just reckon... He's def- he'll definitely get put in the squad though. Yeah, and I he's just I know, he's one of those guys he could come out if you pick him in an origin game he could come out score two tries set up three more and win the Wally Lewis medal right or he could play one game and have that have an absolute fucking mare because he's like eight years old but hey, mate he's just you have to watch um so who's your Queensland hooker uh, Harry Green and you're fourteen. Uh, I'm going to say uh, you're not going to like my answer. I don't think. I think it's going to be the same answer as Ben Hunt. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he's more uh, versatile. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I think if you're say good say, say for example Harry Grant goes down with injury, and you need to pick an actual specialist hooker, I'm taking Reed. Yeah, but I, I think Hunt's going to be the 14 regardless. Yeah, I and the agree. nine is the more yeah. dubious one, but I still think it's Harry Grant. Yeah, because I think yeah, I, no, I agree. Harry oh, Harry Grant, you could argue, is one of the best talkers in the game. I I'm, reckon. I'm sick of seeing stuff online as well about how Pappenhausen is going to be the one over Tedesco. No, nah. it's it's like Tedesco's not playing Tedesco level footy, but he's still the best fullback. Yeah, no, I agree. Even and if it, Tommy Turbo has the same season as he did last year, Tommy no, Turbo is still matter. playing centre. Oh, and that was he did kick that from inside the forty. <laughs> well inside the 40 Fuck. but that's okay doesn't matter no actually who cares again it is literally the who cares point um, uh, yeah no so the whole like assuming Latrell Mitchell is fit to play Origin 1 which I think he will be he'll I think be touch and go but yeah. if he's fit he's in yeah um, the fact that he and Tommy both have to play centre because the alternative is that one of them plays fullback and Tedesco doesn't play because if Tedesco doesn't play one, he doesn't play. Yeah, I'd, I'd, if Tedesco was out, I'd I'd still have Pappenhausen at fullback and those two at centre. Yeah, yeah, I probably would too. Because the the other option for them to play at centre is, well, I don't Zach know. Zach Lomax, Tony Staggs. Oh, actually. They are, New yeah. South Wales men are fucking stacked. We're in for a long few years, Jack, in the oh, state of origin. I'll tell you what, Tony Staggs has looked unbelievable the last two weeks. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think he'd be New South Wales' next centre in. And then probably Zach Lomax. That's fair. No, well, I haven't even, actually. I haven't actually been that impressed with Zach Lomax the last few weeks. I know. Sh- the, I know smoky, the dragons. I know the dragons playing shit, but a smoky would be Jesse Ramian. He's been unreal for Sharks. He has maybe the worst discipline in the NRL. <laughs> yeah. Maybe now that Joey Leilua doesn't play, he has the worst discipline in the NRL. He just. Oh my god! As a Sharks fan, it must be so frustrating watching him play. Actually, just got another thing on NRL for you. Yeah. Um, so with the this is for the, the doggies. Look at you bringing so much material this week. Unusual, isn't it? Oh, it's is strange. <laughs> um, would you move out of car back to fullback for the dogs? Mm. Uh, so you're assuming then that Dufty is not playing. He's just been shit. Yeah. Uh, it, it cannot. He has not, it cannot hurt. He has not had anywhere near enough touches of the footy. Yeah, and then he scored his first try this round, yeah. round six. Another interesting thing as well is when they made an adjustment on the fly, they put Avrillo out of the. They swapped Avrillo and Burton, 
put Burton back at centre. Avril played six with Flanagan at seven. Yeah, and that it was, was who got injured. Someone got injured, but it um, worked. Uh, I can't. It'll come to me eventually. Um, but yeah, someone got injured, and no, they did. And uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, Burton's not had that much experience playing in the halves. Yeah, so in what, NRL footy. Yeah, but he's had a heap of experience playing centre. Yeah, and like he's a big body dude, tackles hard, runs hard. Um, actually, uh, back on New South Wales centres, Bradman Best. Did oh, you see what a him? Man. Did you see him burn Zach Lomax yes. last night? Oh my god! You can actually they um they played the audio footage of that play, and the camera on the sideline picked it up. Zach Lomax is saying, "Stay out, stay out." I got him, and he just burned him, left him in the dust, and that actually brought Newcastle back into the game. But yeah, mate, he's love Bradman Best. Yeah, he can stay healthy. Yeah, seriously, he's a massive unit too. He's seriously built like a second rower. And runs like the wind. Um, I'm just thinking of all these things that have popped into my head. So Cowboys, Scott Drinkwater back at fullback. I think that's their best. That's their best play. I don't think Hammer's their top three. Is it'd be third in their fullback rankings. So where does Hammer play then? Center or wing. Oh. Put put him at center like we, like he plays in Origin. Put Val on the wing. Like someone's gonna miss out. Like it's it'll be stiff on Murray Talangi or Kyle Felt. But Drinkwater brings. He's, the only reason he got dropped was his defense. If he's at fullback, he's not defending. He's a ta- he's, oh, hold I on. don't know that he's not defending because then like it then just turns into Matt Dufty. Yeah, but he's way better than Matt Dufty. Oh, it, uh, offensively or defensively? Maybe both. He's way better offensively. But so Drinkwater unlocks a lot more kicking for him. He's, he's like a third half for him, right? He, oh, he's definitely mu- he's got a much better kicking game. He's got a better pass. Hammer, Hammer is a genuine. Back, yeah. So, whereas Drinkwater, he's like so, he's a spine, isn't he? So Drinkwater, like the only thing Hammer's got him on is speed in offense. Drinkwater's ball skills are way silkier. He's a better kicker. He's had nearly a hundred games of NRL experience, both at Storm and Cowboys. That's fair. No, he probably has to play center. Holmes, Hammer, Holmes on the wing is fucking unreal. The, half the reason why they're not playing him is his salary. I was going to say, he probably can't. But if you're picking your best footy side, you're putting Holmes at left wing, in my opinion. Hammer left centre. Drinkwater fullback. Sorry, Murray, you're out. Or Kyle Felt, you're out. Either way. Yeah, I don't know. That is a, that is a genuine toughie. Is, uh, is Hammer out injured still? Yes, he is. So there's a few more games of Drinkwater at fullback. Okay. But well, I, think I, suppose, he... I suppose you just look at the sample size after the four or five weeks of him playing at one. He's been good. And you just make a choice. So, yeah, that's a tough one. If I was, yeah, if I was Murray Tulungi, I'd be seriously Concerned. worried about my spot. Yeah. He's not even played bad, really. The no, whole no. Cowboys team have the been Cowboys pretty have solid, eh? played quite well. Much to the surprise of us here at the yeah, um, Tempix podcast. I had him um, adding something to their cutlery draw. Yeah, seriously. So, I've already sent one to Fridge. So, I'm going to have to get it rerouted. <laughs> probably to, uh, to West Tigers. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Actually, the doggies. Niche, niche bet as well. So... I was looking at spoon markets and at 21s, I'm getting real close to popping. Oh, boys, this is enough on the, the text messages. Um, New Zealand Warriors, spoon, paying 21 to 1. Oh, there's no way they'll get the spoon. I reckon they'll get the spoon. Nah. They have like one of the toughest draws home. Nah. Nah, it's the it's the Tigers. It's, a, it's, a it's, smoky... the ti- it's the Tigers or the Bulldogs, man, I'm telling you. No, the, I watched the Warriors play the other day against, um, or yesterday against the Roosters. SJ just got injured. They weren't, they were playing pretty good. Yep. Tigers, no, are, Tigers are a good team now. Like, no, they've, well. <laughs> oh. um, no, the, the Warriors are going all right. Like, Reese Walsh is playing pretty good. Wateni Zalesniak is back. 
just after a long layoff. Just for the listeners, if you want a, a cheeky long odd bet, that's yeah, your bet. fair. Um, Harris Tavita contract year didn't get an extension. He's playing pretty well. Is he? Yeah, he's in their best team. Not running on though. Chanel, you reckon he's not in their best team? No. Nah. Well, you reckon you, uh, Cody and and SJ. SJ? Yeah, fair. I reckon Cody's just a really good fourteen A. Just not, runs on and gives them really good spark and dummy half. Wade Egan's a great starting hooker. Yeah, he is. Um, and he's gotten so much better the last couple of years. Holy moly, he plays a massive role for them. But they like the Warriors. They got some big dudes up the front. Sam, um, Josh Curran. I nearly said Sam Curran again. <laughs> Josh Curran is playing unbelievable. He's footy. been a great find for them. Um, you know, whilst Ad, he's been a good on the Adam Fanua Blake is a machine. Yeah, it and is unbelievable. Their edge has been good too with that guy, you and Aiken. You and Aiken. He's played unreal and he's not going back to New Zealand. Yeah, and I know. Good so, guy. Um, there, was someone, whoever, there was actually someone else that was not considering that. I think it was Reese Walsh was considering not going back next year, but that's because he could be going to Redcliffe. Yeah. Yeah, he's considering not going back because he's going to be playing for someone else. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. No, the Warriors won't finish last, and I reckon. I don't think they've got enough to make the eight, but they'll be the nine, in that nine through 12. I reckon they're bottom four. Nah, nine through 12. Um, just as well with Redcliffe, we've got to go to one of their first games. Absolutely, yeah. That's going to be elite. Yeah, no, it'll be. It's good. a cool stadium. Like yeah, it's, great stadium. It looks like a really good viewing stadium too. Mm. Like they've got the whole bar that looks over the back from behind the dead ball and, line. It just looks like somewhere you'd want to go and watch the footy, just for the atmosphere and just for like the surrounding, not necessarily for the footy, because yeah. I assume they'll get walloped every week. But it'll be. It's going to be a pretty sick setup. So, um, and surely it can't be any worse to get to the Suncorp. It'd be close. It's it's a one-lane road out that way. Oh, well, that'll have to get upgraded in the next 12 months, won't it? Have you been to Redcliffe? Uh, oh, I've been to Redcliffe, not to the um, not to the stadium. That fucking bridge goes forever. To get... You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I was driving over and I'm like, this is... I feel like I've been on this bridge for 10 minutes. <laughs> Am I driving forward on Am a I on the bridge treadmill? To Terabith- I'm on the bridge to Terabithia here. <laughs> oh. um, anyway, jumping off footy... I want to talk about the golf. Yeah, righto. So Cam Smith finished third. Yeah, second. Second, no, third, no, wasn't third, it? Third, 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 third. So, but he so was he uh, was looking pretty good. Had a had a mare on one of the holes, which so, apparently is kind of tricky. I think it was the thirteenth from memory, and he was just literally one bad swing, and he was saying it in the post like because it, one bad swing away from having like a birdie or a par, and he ended up tripling the hole. Yeah. And then Scotty was just so good. I love Scotty Scheffler. He's so unique. If you watched his swing, you'd think he's a park golfer. He's one of the most unconventional swings. His feet go everywhere. And when he tries to hit a draw, it's fucking disgusting in all honesty. But Because golf is all mechanics, isn't it? Yeah. It is just all mechanics. Yeah. He's, he's, him and Bubba have the two most unconventional swings. Like, it's been broken down yeah. over and over and over. So, but... Two seconds. Yeah, it's cool to see Scotty do well. So, he's won four from six, <laughs> which is un. That's like that's Tiger. That's Tiger yeah. shit. Good to see Tiger back too. Mention speaking of, didn't miss a cut again. His his record at the Masters is fucked up. Yeah, um, but seriously, like, and There's people a, were saying that, um, like, or the the course, it's like a fairly. Um, like long, windy, hilly kind of course. So it's quite hard to get around. And people yeah. were saying that he seriously like looked like he couldn't walk by the end of it. Yeah. Um, 
unbelievable that he was able to go out and play the way he did. Yeah. Given less than twelve months ago, Mate, people were some, like he's actually going to lose his leg. There were some massive, massive names that missed the cut that have been playing all year. Tiger just comes back and does Tiger things, and like just. Also, another cool moment from the Masters, the 18th, Rory shot the lowest ever fourth round in Masters history to jump from like 20th to third. Wow. Him and Morikawa, both in the bunker on the 18th, both hold out to finish their rounds. But out. Yeah, so it's pretty incredible stuff. And then this week with the RBC Heritage Tournament, um, Spieth got his first win as a dad. Nice. Which is, It's cool to see Spieth doing well again because like he... He talks about an interview when Bryson started doing the, the thing about hitting longer. He tried to do the same because there was a playoff with Dustin Johnson he had in 2017. And Dustin cut a corner and was like 150 meters up the fairway on him. And so Johnson had like a 56 degree wedge and Spieth had to hit a six iron and it cost him the tournament. And it mentally broke him. He spent the next two, three years trying to hit the ball further. It fucked his swing. He was playing really shit. Last year he's come back and had a couple of wins and then he got a win yesterday actually with the RBC Heritage in a playoff so far out. shout out Spieth-y, one of the one of the cool guys in golf nice yeah no it's good because he was like he was right massive, up there wasn't he he was one right number one there. so no that's um that's mental <laughs> it's it's crazy fuck uh, yeah if, if you want to like I'd def- look into it so if you type in Dustin Johnson versus Spieth playoff the the conventional line because Spieth tees off first Spieth hit a pretty good drive, got it up there, hit a dead straight, did exactly what he needed to do. And Dito is just like, well, I've actually got the biggest dick in the world at the moment. Watch <laughs> this. Oh, goodness me. So, yeah. Um, so, he's, I mean, there's some cool golf coming up. And the, like seeing Scotty and all these youngsters, youngsters that Scotty's our age. Yeah. Just rising up, Colin Morikawa. It's cool to see that next generation of golf not having the same problem that the, the tennis is having. Yeah, true. The same top three just dominating the whole time. It is still sick to see Tiger Woods in and amongst it. Because for, for ages, it was just the Tiger and Phil show, and there'd be like one or two guys that are challenged. But like yeah. the last few years, it's all these different guys are coming up and really making an impact. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's kind of one of those sports where um, guys, like the transition of dominance is probably easier. Like because people play until they're so much older. It, like they've got a, a bigger kind of bell curve bell curve in their careers where you're like you're more likely to see guys overlap and like passing the metaphorical baton kind of thing whereas in tennis what is going to happen is that all three of these guys are going to just retire within a two year period and then tennis will be like sick oh it's wide open again oh now that I have to start watching do you reckon Kiggs will start trying then no, neither. No, <laughs> no. He'll still be trying to get an NBA contract. I assume <laughs> he can ball. Yeah, apparently he's not bad. Have you seen the footage? I have seen a bit of him play in Sydney, um, just like on the open courts and stuff. But um, nah, not not a lot of it. He's, he's not bad. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anything else sporting uh, related? Uh, not something I can think of, man. Nah, perfect. All right. Well, we might uh, we'll move into our overrated underrated segment for the week. Uh, and mate, I will kick us off once I find my list here. Um, but I can tell you, my first one is pickles. Underrated. Love it. Yeah. Fucking love it. Also, agreed. They are massively underrated. Pickle juice, delicious. I also, I think it's like one of these things, you either love it or you hate it. It's yeah. not just one of these things that you just like tolerate. Pup and I got great enjoyment on our Sunny Coast trip for cricket a couple of years ago. 
feeding Sam a, a, a shot of vodka with pickle juice. What a trip. <laughs> it's called a cheeseburger shot. Yeah, oh, that's... <laughs> it's not even close to a cheeseburger. Um, that sounds I'm, foul, though. I'm, I'm glad you actually brought up pickles. I've been looking at all these things to see how you can like pickle your own fruit or vegetables. Vegetables, yeah. probably. Mate, interesting process. Yeah. I'm, so easy, though. I'm, I'm an ideas man. Oh, this is good. <laughs> There's stuff coming. Oh, perfect. <laughs> We're going to have a live taste test on air. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Stay on the, staying on the fruit. Uh, not fruit. Oh, not fruit. Fruit trend. Uh, oranges. Uh, I think they are slightly overrated. Critically overrated. They are disgusting. Oh, they're not disgusting. I no, I actually I like orange, like the fruit. What I don't like is getting the pulp and the sinewy part stuck in your teeth. That mm. gives me the shits. I don't like how much effort you have to put into getting this fruit that doesn't taste very good. What the fuck do you mean? Like peeling the skin. You don't have to peel it. Why do you eat the skin? No, you cut it into wedges. No, but you have to get the skin off. It's not like an apple you can just eat it. Mate, you just bite it from one end and tear the skin off and eat the wedge in one go. Nah. Mate, it is a piece of piss. But as a result, you get all this shit stuck <laughs> yeah. in your teeth. And especially the... Oh, mate, it just... Yeah. I, I don't eat oranges a lot. I do like oranges. Our, one of our previous hockey managers used to... Um, we'd have two trays. One of them would be full of lollies and the other one would be full of frozen um, orange wedges. No, dude. Mate... Like seriously, Harry used to sit there in half time and eat like like four or five whole oranges. You just sit them in the freezer and then take them out. It's like eating an ice block, but you're eating an orange off the off the skin. Intriguing. Yeah. So the girl I used to sit next to at work. In saying that, I never ate the oranges. I was eating the lollies. Yeah, because lollies better. Peaches and cream, mate. Slap. <laughs> um, yeah, she used to. She'd have an orange. I'm not kidding. Like clockwork, ten o'clock every day. All right, and it's a nice, nice, healthy. Just pick me up and get me through to sit, get she, through to lunch. But she'd sit there and pick all the skin off first, and then line the wedges up, and then eat them like, like a mandarin kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. And I'm not intelligent enough to work to differentiate between a mandarin and an orange. Nah, so they're obviously both, the, they're, the, they're both gross. Nah, what? Oh, mate, mandarins are unbelievable. No. Such a convenient snack too. What's convenient about it? That it comes in its own packaging. Yeah, but you have to take the skin off. So. Why can't you, just, you? You need it if you're having. Mate, like, you gotta take like if you. Oh my god! If you're having a good fruit, you should be able to eat the skin. Like, so you're just like an apple guy, kiwi fruit. Kiwi fruit, you don't eat the skin. You do eat the skin. You fucking cracky. It's what good. is wrong with you? It's good. No, it's furry and shit, mate. Come on. Oh fuck me. No, you are joking. You know what else is furry? Toothbrushes. You still use them. Yeah, but you don't eat them. No. But kiwi fruit, you can eat the skin. You gotta trust me. No, I don't trust you on that. <laughs> kiwi fruit skin, no way. I'm also gonna argue against no. myself here. Mangoes cut are good, in, and you don't eat in, the skin. Cut them in half and then eat the flesh out with a spoon. Just eat the whole thing. No, fuck the skin off. Work smarter, not harder. What about passion fruit? You like passion fruit? Uh, I don't like the actual fruit itself, but I love the flavour. Right. So you wouldn't it's just too- sit, you wouldn't sit there and eat like a fresh passion fruit. I wouldn't buy it, but if you gave me a passion fruit, I would you- eat it. Are you? Would you chew the seeds or just swallow them? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I, I think I, our, our family, our family is firmly divided. I think I would, I think I'd chew them, but not intentionally. Right. Okay. So I'm I am, so I'm so far on the fence here. I don't know. I haven't eaten a passion fruit in so long. So we used to have a passion fruit vine growing up in yep. the backyard. So we used to we ate so much passion fruit as kids, and 
I there, there's half of our family chew the seeds, like actually sit there and chew the seeds, and half of us just like spoon it into my mouth and swallow it. Oh, actually, and, I think I'm spitting in the mouth, swallow it. Yeah, I'm firmly against chewing the seeds. So I hate like teeth stuff. Like I've got a filling on my tooth and. No, I've, I just I've, I, like you just cannot get around. Like you don't have to chew the seeds, so why would you? So do you suck the content, or do you just pretty much? Okay. Yeah, you just like because um, all the the pulp is like attached to the inside of the passion fruit, so you just like scoop it all out and just gulp it down. Passion fruit, though, like my as a kid growing up, I'd often get served like ice cream with passion fruit on it. Yeah, so no, passion fruit and yogurt is unbelievable. Passion fruit on uh, like passion fruit cheesecake. Oh, sounds good. Unbelievable. Passion fruit EDLs, delicious. Not the oh no, they're up there as one of the best flavors of UDLs. I will give you that. We can rank those another time. That is another day combo. Uh, all right, my next one uh, is champing someone who has absolutely no idea that you are degrading their existence as a human being. <laughs> underrated, I do it every day at work. It is massively <laughs> underrated. It is so good. You're just going like someone will be serving you somewhere, and they'll do something even just slightly inconvenient. Or sometimes I like change the tone of the champ, like for, depending on the context, just to keep myself amused. Yeah. So like instead of saying like, for example, Joseph's name, we're like champ. Yeah, it's just like unbelievable that. In this day and age, people still don't understand that the whole like the whole champing concept is degrading. Like coming from a sporting and cricket, especially background, like champing someone, you're basically calling them a different c word. Like it's just the it's like, worse. Up there, yeah, up there with the most degrading. I'd thing rather be say called the c word than be called champ. I get called mostly the first one, <laughs> not champ much. Um, but seriously, it's just people just still don't understand, and it, that gives me more amusement than it does calling someone a champ who knows what I'm talking about. You reckon? Yeah. It, nah, gi- it, gives, like, me, it gives me more internal happiness. I like seeing people that like get offended by it, scrunch their face up in like disgust. Yeah. Um, no, I see. I'm, I'm more into the mental disintegration. So if they, know, if they know that I'm just being flat out disrespectful to them, then it doesn't work as well as if I really like get deep enough in your brain to start owning a bit of real estate in there and then I start attacking you. We have a guy at golf, he doesn't use the word champ, but he calls you a crumb. See, we've got one floating around the office at the moment, uh, muscles. Muscles? Muscles, yeah. No worries, muscles. <laughs> and we are thoroughly enjoying that. <laughs> Me and Jez just throwing barbs from one end of the room to the other. Yeah, no worries, muscles. That's good. Yeah, no, muscles is good. And we've thrown it around the office a couple of times and a few of the blokes don't really know what to do with themselves. But no, nah, it's good quality. My next one for you is, Snipes has never had this actually. Me, me and his mate Ollie were getting into him last night. Krispy Kremes. Uh, overrated. I tend to agree. I'm not a donut guy though. Yeah, no, well, um, I thought we were going to try and find stuff that we disagreed on this week. I, I thought you'd <laughs> like Krispy Kremes. Nah, <laughs> see, I'm not a massive donut guy either. But if I'm going to eat a donut, I'm pretty plain. Like I'm just a cinnamon donut kind really? of guy. Yeah. So I'd rather a hot cinnamon donut, fresh out of the oil, over like a glazed donut. Okay. I'll probably or like a chocolate donut or something like that. I can't get around it. I'm, I'm a cinnamon guy. I really like cinnamon donuts, hot cross buns, cinnamon fruit toast, stuff like that. Fireball. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that we can um, debate um, another day. Nah, I'd probably go glazed. Yeah. So, but like, when am I ever having a donut? Yeah, I just, I don't know, just never really... Like, it's I'll, not my go-to thing. If I went to Donut King, a donut would possibly be the last thing I'd buy from there. Yes, oh yeah. Their hot dogs slap. Yeah, I'm not a hot dog guy. Really? Nah, I'm not a hot dog guy. Love a hot dog. Nah. Cheese, just... onion, mustard, or hot chili. Yeah, okay. Yeah, nah, I've never really been a hot dog guy. 
the best hot dog I ever had was in um, Berlin. Yeah. So like, oh, well, duh. Yeah, I know. But I've got to tell you about this journey. I went to get this hot dog. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Story time with Sean. So my mate Sam and I, we went we went out the night before. We were trying to get in the Bergline, which is like this prestigious club. Obviously, didn't get let in because I wear what I wear. And they're meant to be like black or white. And I was in fucking purple or something. And so we went out to some other road club, stumbled back at like 7 a.m. I couldn't sleep. So at like 9 o'clock, I'm going, fuck this. Sam's asleep. The other the other person in the hostel that we're staying with are asleep. I need to go find like the best Bratwurst I can go find. So I'm going to go to Alexander Platz, which is like the center of um, either Berlin or Munich. I think it was Berlin, but I can't. It's one of the German cities I was at. Yeah. So I've marched. It said a kilometer on my phone, but my phone took me on a very wrong route. So I ended up, I ended up walking like eight or nine kilometers, find just a random dinky hot dog stand because I assume that's the best stuff. <laughs> street food in Berlin street food and this fucking sausage was so big chili what, one what about the hot dog it was tasty <laughs> <laughs> honestly mind blowing yeah we have it so bad here <laughs> <laughs> yeah see like uh, it is, it is like, when, you, when you say when you say hot dog to me I'm envisioning like this some is a shitty white bun with one of those like red fucking yeah, yeah, sausages, yeah. In and that's what you get at Donut King. Over here, they, they, the bread was better. Yeah, actually, no. The you know what I'm thinking? Like stadium hot dog. Food. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like, bleh. so this thing had like the sauerkraut, and the sauerkraut they do there. I don't know what they do different to sauerkraut anywhere else. It's just so good. What is sauerkraut? It's like cabbage. Yeah, pickled cabbage. Yeah, yeah, I thought that delicious. Yeah, and I'd never even heard of it before. And over there, yeah, fair. just just like basted in sauerkraut. Big sausage, mate, and like they have they have different chili sauces they put with it. So there's like the Sam Lucas level chili sauce, which is like salt and vinegar. Salt and vinegar is too spicy for Sam, so toothpaste like, may as well be pepper. And the other end, other end of the spectrum where me and my mum go is give me the hottest thing. And the hottest one you had to sign a waiver. <laughs> and it's like that beef jerky. Yeah, so you got to sign that yeah, I am over eighteen and I consent to in taking this. Yeah, up. so I didn't sign a waiver. But it was um, unreal. Anyway, I'll stop dribbling. We'll move on to my next overrated, underrated. Um, the line bikes or scooters. Never used one. Ever? No. Mate. I don't go out. As if that's as if that's surprising to you. Yeah, I thought at some point though. They've been around for years. Nah, nah. I, um, um, I'll say they're massively overrated. Nah, they're underrated. Nah. Man, I've got to start. I'll tell you why. You know what? Like, it's, they are such a hazard, man. Yeah, but as if you're trusting someone who's pissed as a fucking parrot to drive around in something motorized without a helmet. Yep. Are you dumb? Nope. We're Fuck Australian. Me. Seriously, it's a, like one of the dumbest things ever invented. I understand that it's convenient for a lot of people. But fuck me, it is so stupid. So Glenn lives two streets north of where I do. So yeah. he has to ride or walk past my house on a night out. Just walk. So Glenn... Some call- of the best memories on nights out are when you're walking home. Yeah. Not fucking liming home. <laughs> well, I'm going to beg to differ here. So I'm, this is like a Wednesday morning, like regular work week. I get a call at three or 4.30 in the morning. So the sun's starting to rise at summer. And I look at it, I'm like, Glenn Bone, I'll, I'll answer it because he might be in trouble. Answered it. He's like, oi, oi, open your blinds, open your blinds. And I open my blinds and Glenn's like standing up nude on the line bike down the middle of the street, waving his <laughs> oh. dick around at me at my window, oh, riding Jesus. home. Yeah, no, nah, massively overrated and a huge health hazard. 
No, they're good. They have a place. No. Uh, my next one is Jason Tatum. Underrated. Overrated. Oh. Are you serious? Yes. Why? I think he's overrated. No, man. He's made the leap. He's a top 10 player. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I could see someone making an argument for that and me agreeing with it. Future MVP. No. Yes. No. No. Could could get finals MVP if Boston win. Could. And I, I reckon... No, well, if Boston win, he, then he yeah, definitely is. Because he's their best player. But, like, I think that they're a, sni- they're a smoky man. They're going to really push it. Yeah. I think they... Them and... I actually... No, I think they are the only team capable of beating the Bucks in a seven-game series. Even no. though the Heat finished I say, first, Heat? I just don't think they have enough firepower to beat the Bucks. Who Who's guarding Giannis? Bam, I suppose. But if they're going to switch everything, then Bam will end up guarding someone else and there will just be a massive mismatch every time That's fair. that Giannis gets the ball. So, whereas Boston, provided Robert Williams comes back healthy, they've got him and Al Horford that should be able to at least give Giannis some kind of trouble because yeah. I tell you who couldn't give him any trouble today was um, any of the fucking balls because <laughs> they like he got in massive massive foul trouble and still had 27 and 15 <laughs> played like 32 minutes it was just nah so um, no I don't I, I think he is possibly a top 10 player in the league um, I, I just think he's massively overhyped by a big franchise thinking that they've found the next Kobe Bryant like he's just—that's just not it. Agree to disagree. No, nah, he's just—he's uh, just a volume shooter who gets a lot of touches he's, and a lot of shots because the rest far of his better distributed than he's ever been. Oh yeah, but uh, like, what is that really did, his role? It's going to be his role. It's oh, basically going to be a point forward. Nah, he's just a glorified Paul Pierce. Oh gross. Anyway, nah, let's move he's on. He's not that good. He'll never win a title and he'll never win an MVP. I'm going to tackle the the world's big problems here. So we'll go with the first one. I need to explain the milk hierarchy. Oh, right. So we're getting into story time with Sean part two. It's not quite story time. It's it's So the milk hierarchy, there's many milks on the market now as our generation decides they like to try the most niches milks available. Yep. Um, what is the most niche milk available? So there's two ways to answer it. Do you want to go through which category you're talking? I'll explain the categories. So there's the two head categories. So there's the milk from a mammalian gland. Yep. And then there's nut milk. So, so just to clarify for the listeners who are thinking, what the fuck are they on about? So, that so nut milk basically is any kind of milk not from an animal. Yeah. So there's the mammalian gland. So like cow milk, goat milk, um, sheep, sheep milk. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, human milk, if you want, as bodybuilders <laughs> tend to buy online. I was going to say, you, I'm not sure I'm putting that. In my have coffee, you seen the prices of that? I assume it's. Exorbitant. Exorbitant. Bodybuilders are buying breast milk from people around the world because it's nutritional value or some shit. And then there's nut milk. So nut milk has again two more subcategories. So then there's oh, fuck. <laughs> actual nut and non-nut. So there's genuine nut milk, which is nuts like almond, soy, soy, a nut. Nah. Uh, no. And then there's grain milk, which is a subcategory of nut milk. So like oat. oat. Yeah. Okay. So. The, the most niche milk, I think, would be goat's milk. Um, or I, sheep Actually, maybe sheep milk. Yeah, I have uh, it on good accord from um, people in my family 
um, that sheep's cheese is one of the worst things you can ever put in your <laughs> mouth. Really? Um, they tried it at the Adelaide markets. Donkey milk. Like nine is years, donkey eight mil- or nine years ago. Donkey milk's a thing. Yeah, okay. All the thermal- Camel milk? Camel milk. So this, this Is that what they put in that tea? That camel milk tea? Chamomile. <laughs> camel milk tea? <laughs> um, yes. It's rogue. So, in my opinion, down the scale, the, the, the best milk... Oh, so we, have you put this in a full ranking? I will. Or is there a pyramid? I'll make a pyramid and post it. I so, rate that. I promise to get it up on the Instagram page at some point in the next 60 days. So, to find the best milk... No, I don't actually. For, for coffee, you go down the nut milk line. And then you get to the nut milk and like uh, tea and you go to the grain milk and you get oat milk. It's the best coffee milk. Oat. However, oat. Yeah, see, I haven't tried it yet. I do obviously have it on good accord from you that it is the milk to go in your coffee. However, I have tried almond milk in my coffee. I'm not a fan. See, almond milk on the nut milk spectrum is probably the best genuine nut milk for coffee. Where are we going to put soy? Do you think grain? Is soy soy doesn't have a nut to it, does it? I suppose not. As highly researched so, individuals, so soy, look it up. So soy milk is your entry level nut milk. It's probably your first nut milk that you'll ever have. And then soy, you, yeah, I've never had soy milk. So I got put on soy milk in primary school by a doctor, and it was garbage. But I started getting it in coffee, and then I discovered almond milk. Um, soy is a bean. We'll put that in the the nut milk. Yep, okay. Because it's not a grain. Soybean is a species of legume native to East Asia. Widely grown for its edible bean, which has numerous uses, such as soy milk uh, and tofu. Tofu? Well, it's tofu. I guess you can chuck tofu with the cheese cheese part of the the milk hierarchy. Yeah, okay. That's the dairy hierarchy, though. That's that's getting a bit bigger. But yeah, the, the the best nut milk for coffee, oat. Or almond, but you're not an almond guy. I reckon we're going to have to have a live tasting, eh? Just line up 10 different milks. Yeah. The best milk for cereal, obviously. It's cow's milk. It's cow's milk. Yeah, okay. Um, has anyone ever tried almond milk with the cereal? I'm sure someone has. People at work do. But I, I, I assume that's like a dietary requirement. Yeah, is anyone doing that for cho- like by choice? You this is one of these things, we had this argument the other week, where I just don't... Like, cow's milk is just so far superior to everything else. Why the hell would you choose another type of milk so then if you weren't like required to because of your dietary requirements yeah so like there's there's gym rats that dead set purchase breast milk online from mums yeah but that's like a dietary requirement is it well if it gets you to what you're trying to do it's not like you're allergic no no i know but you're like you're choosing to for like are you doing it for the taste is what i'm saying are you changing milks due to taste i'm gonna be honest man i can't remember what breast milk tastes like no, well, neither do I. But like actual milk, like cow's milk, is so good. <laughs> like plain, mixed with other stuff in cereal. So then, when you like, get every, it just slaps. So when you get to cow's milk on this imaginary chart that we'll make real life, you have full cream, then you have your light milk, and then you get to that disgusting thing that shouldn't even be on there, but it is what skim milk. So, so um, the skim milk sucks. Right, it's like that is the worst milk. That is my answer, actually. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I reckon skim milk. It is a little bit like the consistency of almond milk without the nutty taste. It just like I tastes remember, like it's watered down. Yeah, I remember skim milk being even more watery. Nah, I reckon it's as watery. Um, 
but like we didn't. Oh, the, I don't drink full cream milk. Yeah, see, I love full cream. I don't fuck with light milk. Nah, light milk that, is so much better. It's got a worse consistency. Nah, I actually, I, I genuinely enjoy the taste of light milk better than full cream. But that is because I've grown up on light. Not so when you drink full cream, full cream like how does it come across to you? Like too much flavor? Yeah, kind of. Too much udder. <laughs> yeah, give me the udder one. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and then on the food topics, I've got another one for you. It's yeah. the rules. We've gone full-blown woo-woo here this week. This is yeah. fantastic. So every food can be classified as a soup, salad, or sandwich. Now, there's rules to this. So the food must have a minimum of two ingredients for it to be classified as one of these three. And yeah. by ingredients, I don't mean seasoning. I mean like two proper ingredients like a hamburger for example yeah. so but like so chicken like grilled chicken is just grilled chicken yeah but crumb chicken yeah that's two ingredients that's a sandwich that, yeah that's a sandwich because so, it is enclosed or partially enclosed by a starch yeah a salad is something that has two ingredients such as fruits vegetables nuts or a protein a soup is something that is primarily a liquid base so we'll go through some examples cob loaf is a sandwich yep even though it's got the liquid base, it is yeah, partially, partially enclosed by, by starch. starch. Yep. Chili con carne is a salad. Is a soup. What? It's a li- liquid base. But isn't it? It's got more than two ingredient ingredients that are protein and yeah, but vegetables it's, and but stuff. It's, it's it's a liquid base. It doesn't necessarily. Oh, okay. I'd 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 be willing. To, I'd be happy to put that in either category. So, uh, a hamburger is a sandwich. Yeah, but if you have a hamburger wrapped with lettuce instead of the bread, that is a salad. salad. Absolutely, it is. So, like, what about nachos? Nachos is a sandwich because it's partially <laughs> enclosed by, by a starch. starch, being the corn chips. Yeah, okay. Could it not also be considered a salad? No. Why not? Because there's starch in it, partially enclosing. So, what about so what about a so Caesar salad with croutons in it? It's different though, because when you put, when, when you make nachos, do you do you put the meat on the bottom or like the thing, and then put the the corn chips on top? No, put the corn chips on the bottom and the topping. Yeah. So that's partially enclosed. Croutons don't enclose anything. They're too small. <sighs> okay. Cereal is a soup. So what about like a burrito bowl then? If you don't have corn chips, you've just got rice or quinoa. Salad. Oh, yep. Fair. But if you have the corn chips, I think it depends on the, on the volume of the corn chips as well. Shit. Guys, if anyone's got if uh, so, <laughs> anyone's got any suggestions that they don't think fits into one of these categories, let us know. Yeah, so it's, lettuce. So grilled, so grilled chicken is like grilled chicken, as we said. Put bread crumbs on it. That's a sandwich. So a parmigiana, therefore, or a parma for those from Victoria. It's a parmi. It's hundred percent a parmi. Fuck, just opening up to the audience. Fucking, that's a, that's a sandwich. But then you yeah. wrap, if But if you wrap that parmi in lettuce. That's a salad. What? Because it's not partially or completely enclosed well, by a how starch. How is that a salad? Because it's the latest form is lettuce. So that it's now a salad. Oh, there's so much. I have so many questions. Spit them. Not that I can think of, <laughs> but I'm going to have so many questions. That's outrageous. We might leave that with the listeners. Yeah, so send in your foods and we'll... Uh, We'll break break it down for you as well. Yeah. So we'll, obviously some foods like the chili con carne will sit pretty close on the spectrum. They won't just be straight out like a hamburger or a burrito or a kebab that are all sandwiches. Chili con carne, if you get rid of the bread, it's just a, not chili, chili con carne, the cob loaf. 
the mixture of cob loaf itself is a soup. Right. So if you spooned that out and put it in a bowl, it's a soup. A soup. But you put it in the cob, that then makes it a sandwich. Yeah, nice. No, I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. Right, so, smoothies well, are a soup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they require a liquid base. That's fair. What about an acai bowl? Acai That's bowl. a salad. That would be a salad. Because Shit. most of it, the only liquid base is that um, granola. No, granola's not the word. That is not liquid. That's not liquid. That what's would the, be very solid. What's the purple shit? Acai. Is that actually what it is? Acai is a berry. So right. it's like blended up frozen acai berries, I think. <laughs> Perfect. We know heaps. Yeah. So what, what we'll do, listeners, we'll, uh, we'll get you to send in some foods. I'll find some more foods and we will distinguish it for you. Soup, salad or sandwich. And I want you to think about it when you're eating lunch this week. Am I eating a soup, a salad or a sandwich? Think of the rules. Let us know. And uh, and if anyone else out there is uh, currently drinking or intaking a different kind of milk that we haven't mentioned, please mention it because uh, we will have a live taste testing in a couple of weeks. I'm holding Sean to that because uh, he reckons almond. Oh, no. What do you reckon? Fucking oat milk. Oat milk is the goat milk or something. So. Oat milk is the goat milk for coffee. Yeah, nah. Don't nah, get confused don't with actual goat milk. Yeah. That should not go on your coffee. <laughs> that just should ha- not go anywhere. Just have your black coffee. So, uh, guys, like we've mentioned, uh, make sure you hit us up on Instagram at Armchair Critics uh, if you've got any suggestions, constructive feedback, because we love that here, um, or uh, send us an email, uh, armchaircritics at outlook.com. Um, we will hopefully have a guest back next week, I'm going to say. Yeah, we'll post flags too. It's just some, yeah, maybe we're a having bit of technical a, issues have, with that Yeah, one. having a few technical difficulties, which is not hard because my technical know-how is pretty much, you know, turn it off and on again. And if that doesn't work, then, well, we're fucked. So Might be directly correlated that I'm on the, on the video this time instead of you. Yeah, it must be. File size is too big. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, guys, uh, that'll just about do us. Thanks for joining for the uh, 10th episode of the Armchair Critics podcast. Double we up. will see you next week. Ciao.